morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Wherever you may be taking this episode in, whether it be on your quarantine walk, whether it be in your quarantine bedroom, whether it be in your quarantine living room, thank you. I know you got the time, but still, thank you for listening. I'm your host, Greg. Right now, this quarantine for the first couple of days, it was like, all right, I'm just going to chill out. Maybe sip on a couple drinks, do some things that I haven't been able to do. Now it's like, yo, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and do the same thing again. I don't know when I'm going back to work. I mean, the thing is, with the holiday vacation, when you get those two weeks off for Christmas and New Year's, you know that there's a beginning and an ending. You know that once the New Year comes, if not the day after, if not the day before, you're back at work. So it's like them two weeks... It feels so different, but this is almost like you went on vacation and you don't know when you're coming back. And it's like you get into your little holiday routine, you know, you wake up, eat stuff that you shouldn't be eating for breakfast, maybe drink stuff with breakfast you shouldn't be drinking, but it's the holidays, right? You're sitting there at two in the afternoon on the couch, flipping through HBO, looking for a movie to watch, and you think it to yourself, dag, man. But this isn't going to be my life all the time. Now, you sit there and think to yourself, what's going on now? When are we going back to work, yo? Like, when is this going to end? But I just wanted to um, dedicate this episode to just giving you guys uh, a little bit of insight onto me and some of the things that I talk about, some of the things that I, I dwell on. One of them is... Um, you know, our schools and education. And why I bring that up is that, you know, you go to school and I'm of Caribbean descent. So the rule is you got to go to school, you got to get an education, get a good job, save your money, have a wife and kids and a family and all that. But yet they don't tell you that you got to pay back the money that you got from that loan. And when you go to college, the pressure, I don't want to say the pressure because I believe the higher institute of learning or what you actually learn and you're actually paying for when you go to college is not actually the book stuff. You're actually learning about yourself. That's what I think. I didn't have the opportunity to go away to school. I stayed at home. But I began to learn things about myself. You know, you take care of yourself. It may be the first time in your life where you're responsible for yourself and you learn those things along with what you learn in school. But I think those are the most valuable lessons because you learn how to interact with other people of other cultures, other races, other ethnicities. You also learn how to build contacts and connections to where that dude that sat in the back and looked like he really wasn't paying attention, was probably entrepreneurially working on a project and at the same time attending class. And now that he's graduated, he wants to come and put you on his team. You never know. But you see, the things that I've always wanted to know growing up, well, not growing up, but now that they didn't teach is, what about like interest? And what interest is in terms of a credit card? You know? And out of all those high school classes that they have you learning, why don't they have a class on real life economics? Like you have $1,500 and you need to pay all these things. What 
is your priority in getting all these things paid with. You're going to sit there and say your mortgage, utilities, food. And in high school, it would begin to make your brain think in a way of, do I really need that $200 pair of Jordans or do we need cable? Or what about things like they took away home economics where you could learn about cooking? What about learning how to balance a checkbook? What about mental health? Why don't they teach you or have classes on how to meditate, how to actually understand what's going on or what you're experiencing? If it's a panic attack, how to deal with that? Or if you're feeling insecure or if you're feeling bad or negative to teach you some tools to help you understand yourself so that when you're in certain situations at work, you know how to handle them. And it's not just the same old, you know, I, I'm just going to be the, the, the butt kisser. I'm going to be the quiet person. I'm just going to be the person that nobody talks to because I don't talk to anybody and I'm just here for work. It doesn't have to be like that. Those are the things I've, I I think we should be stressing in school in terms of education. How about the value of investing your money? How you could tell a kid, look, if you invest $20 at this age, do you understand what compound interest is? Okay, let's learn that. Where that $20 investment, if you just keep adding 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, there's going to come a point where that compound interest is going to snowball. And all of a sudden, you're going to have a couple hundred dollars, and that could be worth a couple hundred thousand dollars as long as you continue to invest your money. Or what about the type of jobs that are out there? I mean, you know, you sit there and think to yourself, you don't know who you are and you don't know what you want to become. But yeah, people say you should become a doctor. You should become a lawyer. But what if you're one of those people where you're in school and you don't want to go to school? You don't want to go to college. You just want to get a good job and you just want to make money to support yourself. And you want to go home and play video games. You want to go home, be with your family, go home and do whatever you want. What about having a state job? Nobody, not that I'm saying I would have done that. But there are a lot of state jobs out there that give you the pension plan. Do we know what a pension plan is? Why don't they teach us what a pension is in college, where when you retire, you get a percent of your salary for the rest of your life? That's a fixed income, but still, you get that on top of Social Security. But those are the things that nobody ever teaches you or tells you about. You sit there and laugh at the garbage man, right? That's a state job. That dude, at the end of his laugh, you laughing at him because he's throwing out your trash, could be making 80000 The guy that's driving, he's the guy that's probably making the most money, and when he retires, could be making eighty, close to 100000 Who knows how early he started, right? Because that's how, some, how much money some of those guys are making in the city. And then when you retire, you get a percent of that. I don't know, 60, 70, 50, I don't know. I'm not there. But the point is, is that, wow, if I knew that, maybe right out of high school, you don't know what you want to do or you know you don't want to go to college and you just want to start working and making some bread, get you that state job. I mean, it's not just those guys that do construction. What about becoming a school bus driver? That's a little bit harder. That's a little bit trying. But still, that's another job where you get a pension. The hours are great. 
You wake up at 5.30. Same thing with a garbage uh, person. It's probably early. That part stinks. One of my neighbors is, is, is a, uh, a bus driver. Wakes up around 5.30, takes the kids to school, is home around 9. Handles some business, might take a quick nap. Wakes up in the afternoon, takes the kids, uh, maybe has to be there around 1. Start taking kids home, back home by 3. Five days a week, holidays off, weekends off. Summer school, extra money. Come on, man. Now, you got to get a different license for that. But still, why aren't some of these things the things that are taught in school as opposed to all these other jobs where it's like being a doctor doesn't interest me and neither does being a lawyer or these other things like, I don't know. It just bugs me out sometimes when I hear the things that they're teaching in school and what they should be teaching. I think the priority of schools nowadays should be mastering self and understanding who I am, what I am, and what I'm capable of. And when we are mindful of that, that's when whatever it is we want to illuminate ourselves to, it's just going to be soaked in like our brain is a sponge. And speaking of teaching, throughout this period right now, I'm sure everybody in the sound of this might either know somebody, is either experiencing it, or is on that like, hell yeah, understand the value of teachers and everybody needing to homeschool their children. You sit there and you want to take money out of schools. You want to take money out of after school programs. Some schools or some counties, they got to sit there and vote to pass the budget to have these teams. But yet we're willing to take the money out of all these schools. And where are we putting them in? Because the same people that you sit there and say, oh, the young generation, they never listen. They're right on the beach. They're all having fun. Well, maybe if we had some funded programs where they could have fun and understand the value of certain things, they wouldn't be thinking, I'm not going to listen. I'm just going to have my fun. And look, when you're in your early 20s, it's all about having fun anyway. But still, just learning that coming up, I think is important. And the teachers, I mean, jeez Louise, man. I mean, the, the, the patience that they got to have, the tools that they have to teach, the, the skill set, all of that. Teachers, to me, in this country should be one of the most lucrative jobs because I believe teaching is the most impactful and the most profane job that's out there. Because a teacher could literally tell a student, you could be anything you want to as long as you put your mind to it. And for the rest of his life, he could have the work ethic to say to himself, hey, man, as long as I work hard, teacher so-and-so said I could be whatever I want. And that might happen. But that's just some uh, me pontificating some of the thoughts I wanted to throw out. But um, one other thing I wanted to talk about is, you know, I'm, I know I'm completely switching gears because I was like mad serious right now, but this is sports lifestyle entertainment. So let's talk about, you know, sports. You know, obviously with no sports going on now and it's just NFL free agency, you could cash that anywhere. But I want to tell you a little bit about myself and, you know, what my favorite food to eat and why is when watching sports. You see, if I, me, I don't often, if my teams are playing, I don't eat. I'll drink, but I don't eat because I'm a pacer. I'm emotionally invested. I'm a walker. I'm everything. I'm the 
I'm the get up and scream guy, and people will look at me like, is somebody in your family playing in this game? Is it that serious? And for all the people out there that are passionate fans, you already know. You give them that look like, yes, it is. The Giants are playing. Notre Dame is playing. North Carolina is playing. The Bulls is playing. Yes, it's that Brazil is playing. Yes, it's that serious right now. But all those other teams, if it's just, you know, a good game, I'm always down to uh, to watch. Anybody knows I'm always down. But my favorite food to eat for me is um, chicken fingers and fries. Why? Because, you know, you're watching your sport, and you don't want to sit there and, and get all messy and involved with, like, spaghetti and some, some chicken, right? Or you're getting, like, for me, I don't like the 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 the, uh, the chicken, the buffalo wings with the bone, because then you got the sauce, and then it's like you gotta lick the, your fingers, because then when you want to get a sip, and then you're looking at the game, and then you putting the fries. That's just all. It's a little bit involved. See, chicken fingers and fries. You could tell whether or not the chicken fingers are good from the first bite. Is it fluffy? Is the is, is the seasoning in the powder in the bread on the chicken? Can you taste that? Or do you taste the grease when it comes to fries? We all know fries are simple, but it's the places that actually put the good oil, the good sea salt, actually look for nice potatoes to actually make the, the and what about sweet potato fries? Oh, mm, mm. if you want to talk options, let's go with sweet potato fries. But then what about curly fries? Now let's get into a side topic here. Who has the best fries? I mean, Burger. I mean, Burger King and McDonald's. They're they're one in the same, but then Chick Fil A. Ah, oh, right. Then waffle fries, man. I don't know what Chick Fil A does. They must sprinkle like crack or something on their food because you eat the food, and it's like a regular chicken breast, lettuce, tomato sauce, and bread, and you're like, all right, and you eat it, and you're like, yo. There's so many flavors in it. And then you mix it in with the waffle fries. And you're like, you know what? Let me just pull over and eat this and really enjoy this and not just scarf it down like it's McDonald's. But then what about the KFC wedges? Uh, have you ever gotten a KFC and literally just ordered the wedges and went somewhere else and got food? Because I like the wedges. The wedges are cool. Now, when you got, uh, let me see what else. Five Guys fries are good only because they give you so damn much, man. It's almost like a little inty weenty burger, and they give you like enough fries for like a family of ten, and you're so full and you don't even know if the food is good or the salty fries that they gave you just filled you up, and you're like, "Ooh, I haven't eaten like that all week." Five Guys is good too. Let's see what else we got out there in terms of fries, but I like good seasoned fries. I know there's a circle fries. Those are cool, but then what happens is it's like, you know, when you take it up, it breaks apart, and then it gets all sloppy, or you get like one piece, and then it all intertwines, and you burn. Nah, I don't need none of that, man. Right? I just like the regular stick fries or the waffle fries. Now, you're sitting there saying, Greg, I think you're being a little bit too bougie when you talk about, look, what else is there to talk about right now? I mean, what you want me to tell you? Cam, Cam Newton got released? Like, you don't know that by now. Tom Brady signed with the Buccaneers. Like, you don't know that right now. You coming in here so we can talk about other things. Back to the chicken fingers and fries. Now, there's two types of people that eat chicken fingers and fries. There's the 
pour the ketchup on the side and the dipper, or there's the soaker where you just drown everything in ketchup and then eat it. That's me. I'm the soaker. I just literally just just chicken and but and and the and the fries and all that. It's just it just looked like red and all everything. But that's what I like. Cause you could dip, you could put it down, you could walk away. It's a nice little finger food, right? That's just me. That's just me talking. Now, um, one last thing I wanted to discuss. And we since we're on the topic of food. The best late night fast food spot. Right? Now, when I say this, I mean what's the scenario here? Let's say, you know, you're at um let's say you're you're it, 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 it's, it's it's past midnight. Whatever the scenario is, whether it be you're coming home from one of your bros' house, you're coming home from the club, late shift at work, or whatever the case may be, we're talking after 10, 30, 11 o'clock. So you're not going to a restaurant to eat. you going someplace. You want to just wait online and say, let me get a, a, a value meal number so-and-so meal, please, and let me get a medium soda. Where is the best place that you like to go? Y'all could hit me up. Or you can at me at Man Cave Huddle on Twitter. But for me, um, see, there aren't that many options. There aren't that many options. Because what McDonald's and Burger King have done is they bought so much damn real estate everywhere. It's like, all right, where Burger King at? Where McDonald's at? That's Those are usually the closest joints. But if I could... I'm talking like you're hungry and whatever you've been sipping and whatever you eat is going to be gourmet. Take me. Wendy, you know, Wendy's fries be good too. Back to that Wendy, that, that topic. The fish sandwich at Wendy's is good. Take me. Chick-fil-A. Give me the grilled chicken sandwich. Waffle fries. And... If it's literally late night and we treating, give me the sweet tea. Large at that. Oh, that's one of those. And I didn't know why when I was in my 20s. You ever see people in the parking lot at fast food places eating? Like they're in the car. <laughs> hey, they be in the car. When I was in my 20s, I used to think people like that. They were like insecure or something, man. Like, why are you eating in the car when there's a lobby and you could be eating in there? I have become one of those people because you just don't have the time to be sitting in the lobby. And then they give you the food and it smells so good. And you take a fry and you're like, oh, damn. You know what? Bump that. I'm eating right here. Let me put the radio on or whatever it is I'm listening to. And I'm going to eat right here. And you got the fries and you got the bird and you got the, oh. Anywho. I mean, let me know what some of the favorite spots y'all guys like to go to, man. Now, we talk at after 10.30, so I'm not saying it can't be a restaurant, but I know a lot of restaurants, they're not going to sit there and be willing to take you after 10.30. That's what I'm saying. Uh, chicken fingers and fries, that's my favorite meal to eat when watching sports. Uh, beverage, 
see, for me, beer is cool, but beer makes you got to pee a lot. And what happens is it, beer has a funny way of you need to pee in the good part of the game. So it could be like, you know, a pivotal point, And here it is. You standing up doing a pee pee dance and people are looking at you like, what's wrong? And you like, I got pee, but I don't want to miss this play. That's what I don't like about drinking beer. Myself, give me, give me, give me some, give me some, some, some liquor, give me some vodka, or give me some. See, if I drink like dark liquor, then I'm gonna start just screaming for no reason. Tequila, oof, I like me some tequila. That'll make me chill out and just, you know, just vibe out. Give me some vodka, some whatever you got, this juice on the rocks. I'm good with that. But just wanted to vibe with you. Give you some thoughts. I might, you know, hit you all up tomorrow. Something pops into my head. And, you know, maybe we could just share and build and talk. Just have, you know, build a relationship. Something that's different or it doesn't always have to be about sports. But as I do with every episode, let's end it with a positive quote. And my positive quote is this. At the end of the day, it's not about what you have or even what you've accomplished. It's about what you've done with those accomplishments. It's about who you've lifted up, who you've made better. It's about what you've actually given back. At the end of the day, it's not about what you have or even what you've accomplished. It's about what you've done with those accomplishments. It's about who you've lifted up and who you've made better. It's about what you've given back with all that you have. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.